to the moon and night, and welcome to the penultimate place to get your Marvel news, our MCU reviews, and fireside chats on all things Marvel. This is episode 45 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative, and today's topic is our discussion of Moon Knight Episode 3. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast service, feel free to give us a like and a... Ooh. That's not it. Feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps with the algorithms and helps us grow our audience. If you're watching this on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub. And don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications on all our shows, like the Penultimate Game Show, the Cross Media Show, and Anime Nation. If you're watching this on Twitch and have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give out. And guess what? Please give it to us. I'm begging you. Please. Please. Oh, like when uh, George was begging uh, Jerry, I forget what happens. I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld this week. I'm sorry, keep going. <laughs> that's that's a great segue. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, seriously. Give us that sub, please. So, if not, that's quite all right. All right. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Ben, the director of this uh, of the Penultimate Conquest. Sorry, this channel. Jesus Christ, my mind is all over the place today. Uh, today, my co-hosts are the usual, the master of cinema himself, Iso Christian. Christian, how's it going? First of all, I know I'm the master of cinema, but I have to give props uh, to Aaron this week for uh, getting my back and hopping on Travail and being like, dude, you are bottom shelf. With the opinion that Blade Runner twenty forty nine is a bad movie, which is like trail. I thought you were going on. Yeah, thank you. Also, I'm sorry. I have to take that back. You are no longer the master of cinema for your disgrace of a review for Sonic the Hedgehog two. So, not a good movie. Let me take. Speaking of trash opinions, actually, (laughs) (laughs) Um, and always, as always, we have the man who stabbed me in the back last week, Eric Segan. Eric, how could you? Why does my I back love, hurt so much? I love this new intro I got for me. It's staying. Uh, it's going pretty well. Uh, I have just spent most of my off day today rewatching Batman and Batman Returns. And let me tell you, Ruben, not good movies. Yeah, well, they're I both see. better than the Batman. <laughs> not good movies. The show right, is Eric. this today. Just... Eric, let's calm down so, here with these hot takes. Okay. I don't Michael appreciate Keaton it. Michael Keaton is okay. I'm excited to see him come back. Michael Keaton is not. What, what's, what's up, Christian? I have a serious take here before we get into it. Okay. Like a legit serious take. Okay. Everyone ready? Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to Ruby for giving her first words this weekend, Mama. Gee, that was, that was going to be number two on my list. It was very oh, important. I had to rank them up by, you know, Batman what I thought first. about the Batman movie. <laughs> my daughter's and first word, second. It's Ruby because said she her didn't first say, word yesterday. So. It's because she didn't say Dada. That's okay. That's fine. I knew she was going to say about The last few weeks, she's been like, mm. <laughs> trying to get Mama out. So. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, they're, they're not great. I'm going to watch Batman forever probably after this. And which is a much more this? enjoyable film. Also better than too. Batman. Okay. All right. Aaron, again, we're not here to talk about DC. Fine. It's okay. Fine. Fine. It's okay. He's just mad that this didn't win anything at the Oscars. So it's okay. Eric, you're cutting Eric, in. At- Eric, I would, I would try hanging up on Discord and then joining back in again. Okay. I'm going to do that. Okay. There he goes. Um, and today we are also joined by the co-host of Give Me Twenty. Is it co-host? Yeah, it's a co-host, right? 
Am I wrong? Yeah, okay. All right. I was just double checking. One of the co hosts of Speaking of Stadia and. Two. Ow. Wow. Let me try this one more time. Okay. Today we are joined by the co host of Give Me 20 and one of the co hosts of the Speaking of Stadia podcast, Aaron. Aaron, welcome back. How's it going? Can you hear me? Oh, he can't just hear like just like the movie Dune. Nothing no, Aaron, there. You're, you're muted, Ruben. Check the mute. I thought, I thought this was a bit at first. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, Aaron's doing a bit. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> I'll, I'll fill in for Aaron real quick. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great. Uh, the Batman is the Batman is one of the best movies of 2022. Oh, is it? That's that's it. I'm Aaron Cini. I also yeah. host mm-hmm. a show called Give Me Twenty. It's a mm-hmm. podcast, twenty mm-hmm. minutes long. Yeah, oh, the Denver Broncos so great, but uh, yeah, the war I'm for the way more... Matt Reeves's Apes trilogy, the best. Yeah. I'm way more handsome than Jacob Porter. Uh, I'm Aaron Cini. Oh, he can't hear at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, is well, what he gets for thinking. And then, and then Eric, Eric is, is just, just cutting robot. in and out. Okay, Eric, here's what I want you to do. I want you to exit out completely, like do task manager and exit out of Discord and then come back in. All right. We might need Aaron to do the same thing too. To be I think it's with his microphone. Oh, it could be. Yeah. He's just looking so intensely. He's going through his computer settings. I know that look. Yeah. I've been there. One time I was on uh, Point in Progress. Yeah. And um, you mean Mario yesterday? was. Hey. No. This was like when I was on the Point in Progress podcast, like proper. Okay. I don't um, even know if he's looking at us. <laughs> I know, right? And then uh, Mario asked me to, like, hey, can you turn down your mic gain a little bit? And I'm like, ooh, I'm running this through so many settings, I don't even know where to, where to start. <laughs> It took me like 20 minutes just to figure it out. It oh, turns out Mario just did it on his end. Oh, of course. He's of like, course. oh, I got you. He's like, damn, Mario. I'm am sweating. I am I good? I mean, you just look blurry as hell now, but yeah. I look I blurry as hell? Hold on. I think I got something to fix this. Yeah, still doing it a little bit. A little, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Okay, uh, Christian, how's it going with you, buddy? Pretty well. Yeah. Finishing up. Uh, I, I went ran through when I ran through the latest uh, script for my new video essay, and I, I think I've got it finalized. So I'll probably do VO tonight or tomorrow and get started on the on the actual editing the rest of the week. Okay. So uh, Aaron said his Discord froze and crashed his computer. He's booting it back up now. Wow. What? Am I good now? I mean, you're good. You're just like a thin line. Vertical. Of, yeah. If okay. it's your phone, yeah, flip it over. Or, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, of course, we have uh, Eric Orlana in the chat saying, boo, Aaron. And, yeah, you know, boo, Aaron. He's not even here yet. 
Is that how you? That is not how you say his last name, dude. How do? You, what did I say? You said Orlana. Nah, it's probably that's a Spanish. double. That's a double. That's a, that's a double, double L. L. Yeah. Mm. Orellana. There you go. Represent, man. I got you, Eric. Thanks. <laughs> that's different, Eric. I, I know. I know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. All right. Either um, way. Right. Ruben, you cut me off of my intro. My apologies. My apologies. I didn't cut you off. You, We couldn't understand what you were saying. Uh, Ruben, it's okay. It's okay. I forgive you this time. My apologies. Uh, but it's okay. Yeah. No, not you. The other Eric. I understand. Um, yeah, it was it was good. That's all I got. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Should we do some housekeeping while we wait for Aaron to get back? Yes. Let's do some housekeeping. So... Um, tomorrow we start our Christopher Nolan in review series with our review of Memento on the cross media show. So please join us at 7 a.m. Oh, 7 a.m. No, God, no. 7 p.m. Eastern. Bright and early. Yeah, bright and early. Um, our conquest this week is happening on Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, and it is going to be me starting, uh, the, the goatee triangle strategy. So. Let's tip the scales in our favor and join us for two hours of prime goatee content. All right. More like goatsy. That is a joke for like one person. Okay. Don't look that up. Okay. And finally, uh, we are deep diving into our hopes and dreams for Kingdom Hearts 4. And it's happening this oh, Thursday man. at 7 p.m. Eastern. So I know a lot of folks out there love that Kingdom Hearts. So. You know, I can give in. you my hopes and dreams right now. Nope, okay? just, I need you to it stop because happen. stop. Just, just shut your mouth, okay? Are we talking about a Batman sequel? Oh no, Aaron! Oh my God, you were here for like two uh, seconds, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the quickness, though. You know, the swiftness. Yeah. So let me try this one more time. Today we are joined by the co-host of Give Me Twenty, and one of the co-hosts of the Speaking of Stadia podcast, Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing today? Good, except for Discord. You guys are frozen on my screen already. Listen, it's okay. It's, Don't worry about it. I'll just. It is on the struggle bus, but otherwise, I am doing fantastic. I'll put a picture of your face. Don't worry about it. I got. Oh, it. thank you. Yeah, at least we can hear you. That. Yeah, that's a bonus. Yeah. Um, I am doing great. <clears throat> excited to be back. It's been a minute. Um, yeah. Excited to talk some Moon Knight with you guys. Yeah, you know, I'm excited to to have you on here. It's about time. Some might say. Yeah, it's been a minute. Too yeah. long. Too long. Some might say it's on your end. That's all I'm saying. I mean. The invite's been extended. Anyway. Um, <laughs> let's get into some Marvel news. Um, the Thor Love and Thunder teaser is finally out. Christian. Is it just me or is Eric frozen on purpose? Uh, he's doing a Drax. Okay. All right. I was just making sure. Um, the Thor Love and Thunder teaser is finally out. Guys, let's go around the room and let us know what you think about this teaser. Because I've heard a lot of people already complaining about it. So, let's start off with Aaron. Aaron. I think, amazing. Uh, like, immediately jumped to my most anticipated Marvel thing in a long time. Wow. Um... Very much Ragnarok vibes, but a lot more heart. I think Chris Hemsworth is one of the funniest people 
Um, and people don't look past his biceps enough to see how great he is at comedic timing. Uh, his final little scene with Chris Pratt is incredible. Yeah. And I'm all for uh, Jane Foster's Thor. I can't okay. wait. Also, quick theory. I think that's a multiverse Jane Foster. Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, I don't I don't think we get OG Jane Foster uh, showing up as Thor. I wish we would. And that would make sense, too, with all the multiverse stuff going on lately in the MCU. Yeah. I think that's why they waited so long to even release this trailer. I think Multiverse of Madness will absolutely affect what happens in Thor. Um, and they didn't want to give too much away. Okay. But that that one shot, it looks very post-apocalyptic behind her. Um, I don't know. I just I have a feeling that that is not our Jane Foster that we've seen. I think it's going to be a multiverse version. Right. Mm, mm. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Aaron, just a heads up. You can turn off your camera if you want, just so it doesn't keep spinning around. Yeah, I'll do that because okay. it's really struggling. Um, Christian, what did you think of this teaser? First of all, I take issue that you wrote down Aaron and Eric. What did you think of this? Oh, uh, well, it's because I had sent it to me. Yeah, because remember this morning I had sent out that message. Don't watch it. So I, I still don't you. understand why you didn't want me to watch it. It's because I thought we said that we were going to watch go in this movie Stone Cold without watching stuff. I, I don't remember us saying that. I could have made that Did up we? in my head. I, oh, okay, I, I will see this. Did I say? I, I'll, you know, if Eric says it, I believe it. No, I probably okay. made it up in L my head. L on my part. I, I, I did watch it this morning. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I should watch this. The, this proves that like I still think Marvel teasers are the best trailers. I would say even... I'd go so far as to say even better for me personally than the actual official trailers. Because for me, like teasers set the tone of what the movie's going to do and give away so little. But like really showing off kind of sort of like the aesthetics and what it's kind of going to be about enough for me to be like peak interest and like all right i've seen enough i don't want to see anymore and this teaser did that for me like like aaron said this is a reminder of like how excited i can be for for movies like this and honestly i'm not haven't really been enjoying moon knight and i was questioning whether or not i had marvel fatigue i was questioning what my hype levels were for multiverse of Venice. of course i'm still excited because sam raimi right it's gonna be great uh, but seeing this and it's like, yeah, you know what? Tyke still got this stuff. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth still got this stuff. Seeing the Guardians is like cool. Like, I'm super excited. And the last thing I'll say is that I'm not a huge fan of a lot of CGI in Marvel to begin with. Like, it can kind of like detract, distract me. In this, it's incredible the, the stuff that they're doing with it. Like the shots are like, oh my god, this is gorgeous. And like, the the framing of it is like really interesting. They're using it in like a in a way that has me excited so yeah it should be a, a super dope movie okay eric yes um so i thought this was wonderful as a teaser obviously we don't get gore god butcher in this at all i think this was really supposed to be just hey this is the tone of the movie we're going for and there's so many homages to other thing uh things in that training sequence at the very beginning that's like classic thor costume right there i thought that was a nice little touch um, I think that's one of Chris Hemsworth's kids in the very beginning running his Thor. Uh, Aaron has left us. Yeah, that's okay. Sadly. Um, so, um, but I think that, uh, it's interesting because, um, that, I think that's actual Jane Foster, our Jane Foster, because that's cracked Mjolnir from Ragnarok. 
Right. You can see all the cracks and everything in it. Because, I mean, the the version of Jane Foster in the comics for this, like, she has cancer. Right. And so that's why she gets Mjolnir and becomes worthy. So I don't know. Maybe that's it. Um, but I can see multiverse things happening. I just, I think the cracked Mjolnir is, like, the biggest sign that we're this is still Jane Foster. I mean, she did have, that we know love. like, an Infinity Stone all up in her. So I could see how she got cancer, you know. Back when the stone was just a liquid. Yeah. Aether. Um, so uh, I thought it was fun. Uh, we got our first look at Zeus. Uh, so maybe we're going to have Hercules. Like Marvel's Hercules is going to show up in this. Um, Christian, what I there was that. Sorry, continue. What? No, no, continue. Um, I thought it was great. That shot of him doing the battle robes with chains and had like the strongest Avenger trucker hat. Oh, like, give me more of that. That was <laughs> so great. Because um, obviously he's going to go through... Um, you know, body change in this is going to work out and get his old physique back because I think he's past the trauma of Endgame and Infinity War what happened, so he's trying to get back to his old self. Um, I love the use of the music. It was so good. Such great music. It was such a, it's such, such a good one. So um, I think maybe Ragnarok was kind of like maybe early 80s inspiration. I think this could be like late 80s inspiration, kind okay. of. Um. So, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Uh, not as excited for Multiverse of Madness, but I'm I'm really excited for this movie. I'm glad we finally have something. Okay. Um, I am kind of excited for this show. Um, give this me show. One. Sorry, this movie. <laughs> uh, give me one second. Hold on. For some reason, now Discord is just acting up for everybody. Uh, <clears throat> I'm excited for this movie. I thought it was a great teaser, and like I've been saying, I hope that's all we get. Just a teaser. I don't need anything else. Um, it, it was very uh, interesting to see the Guardians pop up in this. Uh, I, I was very hyped for that whole, like somebody had mentioned it before, that whole uh, interaction between Thor and... Um, and freaking Chris Pratt was hilarious. And, oh, God, I just, I'm excited that Tyke is back with some comedy for Thor, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not excited for Thor to have long hair again, you know? I was really hoping that we got rid of it. Oh, that's right. He does have long hair in this one. I, I... Yeah, I was really hoping we got rid of it. Yeah. The short hair looked great in Ragnarok. The short hair like, it was a, it was a look. So that was the best look. Yeah, you know. Well, it looks kind of different in this one. He's like, it's not. Yeah. I like it. I like it's I like, like '80s hair metal look, which is, mm-hmm. is really fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to see the S Guardians of the Galaxy together. We get his pet it's ghost cool. in this. Oh my god, there's like so many awesome Norse things in this. Mm. Uh, I'm just really excited to see how they're going to do this. Eric, you're cutting in again. And there goes Eric. You're cutting. In oh again. man. Yeah. I don't know what the hell happened. Oh, man. I um, love that the, um, the people of color on the show, you know, all, all our stuff works great. Yeah, right. It's like, wow. we're doing something right or wrong here? Finally, we're getting, we're getting one on this. <laughs> um, I am also... Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yes. Oh, okay. I don't know what's going on with Ouch. Discord today. I, I'm sorry, Eric. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. We're trying. We're trying. Um, 
Yeah, I'm excited for this. Uh, uh, I've seen a lot of people get upset at the fact that Fat Thor is gone. And you know what? I, It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Just get over it. Okay? Um, I do want to get into a little bit of what Christian was saying before. The fact that we just got a teaser for this. Being so close to this movie coming out. I think it's like three months. Three months out? Right? June? July? Yeah, three months. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, we got a teaser for this movie and not a trailer, which I brought up an interesting article that I saw from Gizmodo yesterday. Uh, the headline is, do Marvel movies still need trailers? And the answer is no, they don't. Uh, I guess define trailer because I was reading this article and... I if would you want to consider a teaser a trailer? Then no, no, no. Um, the teaser is is fine. I I don't need uh, a three minute trailer. You know, like pretty much basically. Because they are called teaser trailers. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I I would say like a regular trailer. You know, a three minute. I agree. Trailer. I I don't I don't ever want official trailers ever again. Yeah. Um. Case in point, like Spider Man was an interesting one because we love seeing stuff like that, but it's almost like. After yeah. seeing the official trailer, like, yeah, it gets me excited, but it was almost like giving away too much. Exactly. And I feel like official trailers usually give away too much. Yes. I completely agree with that statement. I do. I e, Batman vs. Superman with Doomsday. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I do want to say that I think that the first trailer for Spider-Man was okay, but the second one that they released, uh, like, it was real close, gave away the fact that there actually were three Spider-Men, that scene where it was just Peter... Uh, Peter one just swinging and uh, I think it was South America saw somebody kicking lizard like uh, it was Brazil Brazil. yeah so just uh, stop with Mm -hmm. the trailers we don't need it we know what's going to happen in an MCU movie the hype around an MCU movie you know we don't need it just stop trailers are for the general audience I understand that yeah. Like no, no movie you can't not have a trailer. That's not how this works. Because um, obviously, you have to market your movie. Like you have to put something before. Because like, this is just like arguing semantics of like what is a teaser and what is a trailer. Like that is a trailer. That is okay. The movie they're showing what the trailer is like. You have to have trailers for movies. Not even Marvel can get away with not showing anything i don't know about that if they didn't give us a trailer for avengers endgame i would have been totally fine if the the commercial for the the movie was just uh like see that's like a once in a lifetime thing though i don't know we're talking we're talking another thor movie like you you need something you gotta have a trailer let me rephrase i think for me is Look at the the end game. Like I think teaser was shots of the previous movies in black and white, and right. then the final like few seconds was them like in those white suits, and that was enough for end game. Like that's enough for me to get excited. Mm. I think that would be, would have been enough for general audiences okay. as well. It was a good movie, really good movie. Um, I think so. Here's what I'm gonna say. I think we can use trailers for entry points to a. Uh, uh, I guess a series like if Moon Knight was a uh, movie, yeah, give us a trailer for Moon Knight because nobody knows who the character, not nobody knows, but like the general audience doesn't know who Moon Knight is. Give us a trailer for that. Don't give us a trailer for Thor 4. You know, we don't need it. Well, we were asking for it though. 
Like, where is the Thor trailer? The where, where is it? For it, Eric. Who's the idiots in this scenario? You were asking for a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, and you were already excited about that all the time. Like, where's the that's different. That's, oh, different. that's different. That's oh, different. That's different. That's different. That's a multiversal. It's not different. It is not different. You can't. You can't have your cake and eat it too. With something like this, you gotta have a trailer. You gotta set the tone. That's why I agree with you know trailers. Get rid of those. Like I don't need to see a trailer with gore. Uh, like this sets the tone enough. Like hey, we got guardians, we got we got Korg, and they reveal Natalie Portman in Mighty Thor. Yeah. So I think that's good. Are we gonna get another trailer? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely, we're gonna get another trailer. I would think, you know, maybe end of May. Yeah. Early June, we'll get something. But um, this is good enough for the film. This sets the tone. Fun, 80s, big heart. And like this is Marvel at its best. Like, right here. Like like I said, I, I tweeted out, like, it's fun. It's got adventure full of heart and just big moments. Yeah. And that that's what they do best. I mean, let's see. I am excited the, for the fact that we did get, uh, you know, we had that discussion last week about God's being a relevant thing in the mcu like more gods lore and boom we saw zeus fuck yeah let's do it all right i guess then kind of we've gotten into it you know um the last marvel news story i have here is dr strange is happening in three weeks are we still excited i know christian's not so excited you know but (sighs) Man, oh man, I started thinking today, and whew, the theories I came up with, guys. The theories I came up with. Right, give me give me your top two. Give my, me your top two. My top two right theories, now. there's going to be yeah. Kang variant popping up in this movie. That's safe, man. That's really safe. Guess what? The Kang variant that pops up in this movie is actually a good guy. Okay. He's not the villain. Okay. All right. All right. I still right. have that theory that uh, Reed Richards is going to get introduced. Now, I know Reed Richards is kind of already being introduced in this movie. But you know what? Just have the, the uh, I was going to say the evil variant. The good variant of Kang. While he's dying, he just grabs onto somebody's shoulder. And the guy turns around. Boom. It's Reed Richards. It's fucking great. Okay. Fucking okay. great <laughs> intro. Come on. Okay. How great would that be? That's Eric, how Reed Richards' intro is? He's yeah. Kang grabs Kang Barry. Grabs Kang him. grabs I'm him. Be, I'm going to be honest. Every single one of Ruben's uh, theories, every single one since before Spider-Man, has felt like a fever dream. <laughs> like it's something you like wake up. Oh, like, come on. We were, I was close. No, like, no, no, no. Stop, stop, stop. Come on. I was close. We're close with what? With, with Toby. Like he said... Yeah. He finished saying the line, okay? What? He finished saying the line. I had said Your originally... was that he was going to be Uncle Ben. That was one of the theories. I did say at the end of this movie, he was going to say, with great power, there comes great responsibility. And he said half of the line. So I'll, that's that's a win for me. Like, that's so safe, man. That's not like thinking that's some crazy crackpot theory or something. That's like him saying an iconic Spider-Man right, line. You know the most iconic Spider-Man line. My back. Either way. My back, okay. Eric. What? 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 No, that's what, an iconic... Your back that's a, no, that's an iconic line. The fact that we still are living in the summer of Morbius? All right. 
Now nah, my back. All right. All right. What's your second theory? My second theory. I don't remember. Give me some with Wanda. Give me a Wanda theory. What you got? Ooh, I think Wanda's going to turn into the dark side this movie. Like she is after the end of this movie, she is no longer going to be a hero. She's going to be a villain, and she's going to be okay. working closely with you know who, the guy we've been predicting since WandaVision. Oh, uh, okay. That's All the right. only way she gets her kids. Uh, who is that? Devil guy. Who would that be? That guy. Who? who? You know. We haven't heard his name on the show in a long time. It's been a while. I forgot his name. Mephisto. Mephisto. There you go. There you go. So, yeah. You know, let's let's hope those prayers come to fruition, you know? We need a Mephisto in our lives, especially nowadays. With that being said... We need the devil in our lives. (laughs) With that being said... Let's get into. Are you not even gonna ask me what I like? What, what I think? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you have any? What we think, guys? And then Ruben just says his theories. And My apologies, guys. Well, I mean, I didn't really say anything. I didn't think you had any theories. I'm sorry, Eric. No, it's not even theories. I'm just really excited for this. Like it's, okay. it's insane. I think that it would be nice if the villain Nightmare showed up because that would make sense. Okay. Um, especially with multiverse stuff, I would like Nightmare in some way, shape, or form. Because um, uh, whenever he's in the cartoons, it was always really, it was always the creepiest episodes. And uh, I always like that. And so I want this movie to be creepy, um, very Sam Raimi esque. Um, and I hope Reed Richards isn't introduced that way. <laughs> it would be so great, though. Yeah. Um, but I. Uh, it's hard because we have this character Wanda that we, yeah, we all love. We all love this character Wanda, but she's not going to be. The I'm I'm interested to see how they're going to balance that with you know you got your protagonist Steven and you have everyone's favorite is she antagonist or not Wanda? So I'm interested to see how they play that line, especially in a short run time. Yeah, I think that's gonna, that's going to be that's going to be the tricky part right there. Yeah. Um, getting all this stuff a big multiverse story plus we have and, to introduce america yeah. chavez thank you yeah you gotta be waiting for it thank you finally someone said it so I th- that'd be interesting i'm interested to see her powers i'm ready for her to like see her punch something and just a portal opens up i'm ready to see neat. ned uh, again you know just working as a magician mm-hmm. you know sorcerer of the dark arts my apologies uh christian you have anything to bring to the table Hopefully, America Chavez isn't just like a joke all the time, the way Luis is. And, and yeah, and I really hope America not. Chavez, I, I really hope America not. Chavez is given like a, a, a nice, proper role. And like, yeah, she's a serious character. Not sidelined very much, but like very pro- integral part of the plot. That'd be that'd be a big dub for me. Okay. All right. I mean, it looks like she is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cool. So. I think that's her. I think that's her probably in the trailers when they go through everything. I think that's her opening up all the portals. So I hope that's true. Like she's like, all right, help. Bam. Portal right there. What's her power set? She can punch portals to <laughs> multiverse stuff. <laughs> she can punch in the new dimensions. There you go. Because I was trying to look it up and I didn't really see anything. Like she's just super. Yeah. She's very I powerful. I want Lady Thor to punch me into a new dimension. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Yes, we do. Um, so 
we started doing this with episode one. We started getting into this plot synopsis. Um, but I feel like we've gotten a little bit out of that. You know what? I'm going to stick with it. Um, so this sh episode, this show, this episode starts with Harrow and his followers discovering the location of Ahmed's tomb in the desert. <clears throat> Does it start with that? No. It starts off with Layla getting her uh, fake passport from passport. this lady. I don't know who this lady is. I want to say it's a mom. mom. That's what I thought, but it didn't really feel like it. But I could be wrong. Um, yeah. Um, in Cairo, uh, Mark and Grant... Ooh, Mark and Steven. I don't know why they would use his last names. Both experience blackouts while tracking a lead to Harrow's location. After failing to gain information, Khonshu calls a council between his fellow Egyptian gods and their avatars to warn them of Harrow's plan. But Harrow successfully denies this accusation. So, this pissed me off so much. <laughs> and I'm sure it pissed off everybody else, but, like, all they did was just ask Harrow, like, is any of this true of what he's saying? And Harrow's just like, no. They're like, okay. Cool. No investigation, like nothing. You don't even send a guy to check out, like nothing. Uh, what the hell? Well, you have to look at it this way: like the the one doing the accusing is who's been banished. Like he's not really in good graces with everybody. And now he's saying, "Hey, this guy's doing a bunch of bad shit." Really? Okay. Um, and who knows? Maybe you know Ahmed. Uh, is with the other guys. They were saying, like, you don't know who you can trust. Maybe Harrow's got to deal with some of the other guys. So, Yeah, I guess. I just, I don't know. I, I, I just didn't like that. You know, it kind of, even if he's banished from the council, like, he's still a god. Like, you still got to give him at least a little bit of faith, you know? Am I wrong? Yeah, but we don't know what caused Kanshu to be banished in the first place. Yeah, okay. Maybe he did something really bad. I think if we're going to this, this is the best part of the whole episode for me, was this Council of uh, the Gods. Really? Uh, yeah, that was my favorite part of the whole episode. I hated um, this. Hated it. I thought, I thought it was neat because, like, you know, it shows how, you know, Arthur was still with the trauma being with Kanshu. We don't really know much more about that. And, like, Mark... Being an avatar of Kanchu, he gets no say so in this, and you can literally see him being like broken down, right? Word by word, that's coming out to the point where, um, yeah, it was. I thought for me, it was just an interesting look at the character, like this. Kanchu is using all these people, um, and yeah, so that's my favorite part. That's because we got more into like the weird Egyptian stuff, yeah. Uh, because I was, I was telling Tess, they were like, hey, the, the gods are about to come and everything, and I'm telling them, ooh, this is so cool right now. Uh, we also have Awesomely Average Gaming in the chat saying, super good episode. This podcast episode, not the Moon Knight episode. Would love to chat about it sometime. And you know what? That's a really good point. We should get you on sometime. Um, I also feel like, uh, I should have said this in the beginning, but I also feel like this show started off as a horror-ish show. Like, with the Conchu stuff being introduced to Steven. And now it's just turned into a dramedy. And I don't appreciate that at all. It's kind of like what Christian said last week. Just stick to 
one genre, you know? I don't think I said that, but okay. Yeah, did you? You, you said they were genre jumping. No, I didn't, I didn't say that. Somebody said it last week. Oh, Maybe I think it was Jackson. You. you said that Jackson had said that. I could be wrong. I don't remember. Somebody had said it. <laughs> okay, somebody said it. I don't know. I, I I would appreciate this show just sticking to the horror. Just because we need it more, you know? We could use some more <clears throat> horror in the MCU. It's almost as if there's a movie coming out pretty soon that should focus on the horror. I don't know. Um, I did want to say that the show is also giving me... I feel like the wrong personalities in each episode. Like, the wrong personality is in charge of for each episode. This episode should have been a Steven episode being in charge. I'm stopping you right here. Last week, the last two episodes, you've been like, I wish Mark was more at the forefront. Yes, because it makes sense. I would have agreed with you, Eric, and I wanted this too. And then we got here, and I'm like, okay, now this whole episode is Mark fighting with Steven when we really need Steven to progress this plot. Yes! And it's the, 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 whole, the whole plot so far has been our, our protagonist fighting the person inside and not like wanting to progress this further or helping each other out. And it's just like them arguing. I'm like, I understand what they're trying that, to do that's here. What makes, that's what makes but sense, none of this, none of this work none of this works for me in terms of plot because these, the character just is not doing a great job of like unearthing this plot that i'm interested in and then i just don't like it we needed steven in this episode to figure out the the mystery of the what was it the uh sarcophagus whose was it it was a, an assassin right I remember no see that. but you you needed that so we can get into a fight where then mr white comes no, out and because then you could have gotten out of the fight the action no i know i'm making fun of this i did not like that fight either eric i hated this episode i hate i don't it. like the show guys i don't guys, know it's okay. i don't it's okay i'm not the ambassador for moon knight okay? yeah you know what you should I really no, I, I understand i say eric because i don't want to disappoint you <laughs> No, it's okay, guys. I don't want you to hate me. The reason why this show works so well is because we all have different opinions, and that's what makes it so great. Like, obviously, Ruben thought Incredible Hulk was better than Thor. Honestly, who who thinks that? And it's okay if you guys don't like. If you guys don't like this Moon Knight episode, I don't take any offense. It's 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 okay. This show so far has some like. How you and Jackson were talking about uh, in the first episode, where like the show just ends, like there's no like this episode kind of has that too. I would have liked more time with Arthur talking to Conchu's statue, where it just you know it just ends, it abruptly ends. But that's another thing. Like, why would you just let this man talk to Conchu by himself? Like, just listening I'm to tell- his conversation. I'm telling you, man, it's because he's probably in league with other people there. That would make probably, sense. Probably, probably. Yeah. Like he's in league. Like th- I think that guy was what Osiris's. I think so. Yeah. Avatar, you know, really high up there, and he's just <laughs> letting them. Hey, go talk to Conchu's statue. Here's my thing. Obviously, when I, when I'm thinking of Moon Knight, I can't help but compare it to the Batman because the entire time I grew up, like looking up stuff about Moon Knight, all the comparisons were about Batman. Like how this is a, a darker character than the Batman. We just got the Batman from DC, and this was like a grounded story about like the Batman being a detective, right? Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. I'm going to Moon Knight now, in three episodes, in no way have I gotten that this is darker than Batman or like this mm-hmm. is like some like kind of vigilante. 
Mm. Immediately in the beginning of episode three, it's like, oh, well, this, we're talking about the end of the world here. And like, I still don't have an idea of who these characters are. And I'm trying to be worried about the end of the world for some reason. I, I, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Um, again, we have Awesomely Average Gaming in the chat and says, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's a solid episode. I wish I was actually there. I wish I was there to actually defend Eric, which is weird. Hmm. I guess and like, I... it's understandable because we had this discussion last week. Like, people who don't really know Moon Knight as much, how do they view the show versus someone who likes Moon Knight a lot and views the show? True. I think it's interesting because, like, you, you know, we go to Egypt. I like the fact that they go to Egypt this time. Because um, I remember, and, you know, this is the director of this episode to the first episode. The first episode was better than the second episode. Yeah. And I kind of get that vibe. It's much more of the weirdness in this episode. Um and I like the fact that, you know, I think it was the showrunner or the director, I think, talked about how Egypt depicted in Wonder Woman 84 was just really oh, bad. My. was really bad. Like yeah. this one, I like, you know, it's colorful. It's not just desert, you yeah. know? Yeah. You have like bustling streets, like people trying to make a living, and then they have that nice boat ride, really colorful, people having a good time. I, I thought that was, I thought that was neat. Go ahead, Christian. I wanted to praise that boat right because uh, it is the first time in, in like major media that I've seen an Arabic ululation. Um, and then our characters like look at it, uh, you know, they respond to it by by smiling. It's yeah. it's not. Yeah, I, I thought that was great. Like just that, that really good. sheer element of representation I thought was really cool. However, speaking of that scene specifically, I don't think that uh, Layla and... Um, Mark belong together. It just I don't see the chemistry. I'm sorry. We don't, we don't know their history. We well, don't. But just that yeah, conversation yeah. of itself is just like for what we've seen so far. Sometimes it feels like she's more into him than he's more into her. You know. But like this felt like he's more into her. But she was just like no. You know. I could be wrong. I I just. I think that she belongs with Steven because they have much more in common from what we've seen so far in three episodes. I don't know. I'm not really getting a romance vibe from any of them. And I don't, I don't, I don't really think I'm concerned with well, the romance at this point. Yeah, I'm not either. I just wanted to put my two cents in, you know? Ruben wanted some kissing. That's what he wanted. No, I just, you know, I feel bad for this guy. The guy got... I'm shooting Steven. Just... Oh, God. No, I just feel bad for Steven for getting... Not being able to go on, on that date, you know? He was looking mm -hmm. forward to it. Um... I thought visually there were some cool parts here when freaking Kanchu like makes an eclipse. Um, I thought that was neat, and when he literally turns back the sky, I yeah. thought that was really cool as well. We can all agree that that scene, like visually, is really mm -hmm. cool. Phenomenal. The turning, yeah, turning back mm -hmm. the stars, two yeah. thousand nights, that or I guess years, right? Not nights. I would years. say years. Yeah. And then it was, I, I, it was nice where like it had that nice moment of Kanchu where it's like I remember that. I remember every night. You want to know more about these characters, and it's like, we've, I, I don't want to keep harping on the six episodes, but we don't have enough time with them, and mm. that's the problem. We have to piece all this together. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's not a bad thing. Usually with some, some of the best media is like the audience piecing everything together, and but it's been happening with every episode, every show, though. Like, they need to, they need to expand. 
so I would like to hear what you guys actually liked about the episode. I mean, I personally liked uh, the the council stuff. I, I was very frustrated with it, but I liked the fact that, you know, even though that they're still not, like, interfering with humanity they can still come together when they're they're needed to when they need to come together um i didn't like obviously the rest of it of that scene <clears throat> i liked just conchu turning back time that, that, that's that's totally that's okay like, it's it. okay yeah yeah Fine. i hated the <laughs> fact that steven popped up in the middle of this fight I hated it so much. Christian, what about you? He has what we like, man. <laughs> I hated it. Uh, first of all, I, I love when Marvel Studios plays other music uh, when they play their, their studio logo. Mm -hmm. uh, and this one, this time being like uh, Arabic music, I thought that was really cool and like yeah. set the tone wonderfully. Love seeing stuff like that. So that it, it started off really strong for me in, in that point. We already talked about like the boat scene. I really like the boat scene. I also, you know what? I'll, I'll acquiesce a little bit. On paper... For me, the council stuff did work. Like I like the idea, especially the idea of of Kanchu having being driven to the point where like, all right, I have to do something insane for the gods to like notice me, and, yeah. yeah, and come together, which is create this eclipse, which is crazy to think about. You know, like the whole world is seeing this, yeah, out of nowhere. Yep. So that was cool. Um, yeah, and then yeah, turning back the, the the night sky, and I think I think that was it for me in episode three. Yeah. I. I that moment of trust and Mark is just starting to lose more faith in Kanchu when he's like, "All right, what do I do? Put him over the edge. What? He'll talk. No, nope. oh, yeah, he doesn't. He's gonna yeah. cut himself and fall off. Like, yep. and so I, I'm. I really thought he would talk. Here's so, okay. No, I don't. I'm, I gonna, have... I'm gonna do a little criticism here. Go ahead. Because I did like that scene. I thought that was really cool, and and it really speaks volumes of of this whole like Amit cult. But I think they're really dropping the ball on Arthur. Yeah, we are not getting nowhere near. Enough. When you have someone as great acting prowess of as Ethan Hawke, and you're giving him maybe two minutes max per episode of of screen time or blinds, it's mm, you're not doing the right thing. I love the sound design of hearing the glass every time he walks. To you can still hear it. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, mm. yeah, you heard it really well in the in the in the. Mm -hmm. In the Giza pyramid. Yeah, you can hear it there when he's walking around. Yeah, good point. It was speaking of that. It was nice to hear like Stevens like jubilation. Oh my God, we're in the pyramid of Giza right yeah. now. That rock. That's that's why like it, this dual like personality thing is working so well for me. Is because they're in moments the person should be right now, and so like that struggle they're having to have, I think, is what fits because you know, right now, hey, we need to look at this sarcophagus. Right now, I need Steven. And then Mark's like, no, I've been inside for a long time. I want to run around a little bit. But no, we need Steven. And like Mark's pride is getting in the way. And I think, for like I said, for me personally, like I like the fact that the person who's supposed to be in the scene is not. Go ahead, Ruben. I agree with you. It's just also at the wrong times when they're arguing with each other is just mm -hmm. what I find annoying. Like, it takes you five minutes to argue with each other. Especially when you have somebody that's outside, with outside perspective. When Layla's like, we should really get Steven to look at this. And Mark is just like, no, we don't need him. 
Like, that's what pisses me off. Like, we do need him because he is the Egyptian expert. <laughs> what I would like to see, I'm going to do a little research this week. I would like to see how the uh, DID community mm-hmm. is um, looking at this show. I'd like to hear from their point of view because, like, maybe, you know, we're all wrong. And, you know, maybe they're getting it wrong. Maybe they're getting it right. I just would like to see from them because right. it, it, it can't be easy. Like, we're watching this and it's like, this is not easy for Stephen or Mark right. to deal with. So. Yeah. That's um, a good point. We do have, oh my God, awesome. The average gaming again. Uh, first episode was so good. Bring more chaos. That uh, was a callback to what uh, Eric had said before. Uh, he does agree that they uh, eight episodes would be perfect. But again, I still think Netflix 13, you know, just perfect, perfect amount. Uh, Netflix 13 for Daredevil works. 13 episodes of season one of Iron Fist does not work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but again, you have the... I feel like 13 episodes of this would work. Yeah, absolutely. 13 episodes for all the Disney Plus shows would work. All the hour-long Disney Plus shows. Like, give me 13 of the the shorter WandaVision ones. Like, the ones that are, like, maybe at most 40 minutes. No, you it, see, I it, think that's where Wanda with Vision did perfectly. Eight episodes was good for. It WandaVision. should it should be just like set to the gym, eight to twelve. Eight to twelve. Okay, all right. Unless um, you want more weight, Ruben, you want to get bulkier, then do six to eight your weights. That's hey, Eric's on something there, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, do we get Jake this season? Yeah, Jake. I was waiting for someone to ask. I was going right? to say that right now. Yeah, do we get Jake this season? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know if he's going to show up. I don't think so. I mean, he could. Uh, Jake Christian. I can't read that. Uh, oh. Christian Eureja. Eureja says BTW. I don't know what this means. Hold on, I'm looking it up. Okay. Um, I do like the fact that they, um, like brought attention to the third altar this episode like where mark says steven why the hell did you take over and steven's like i didn't why first off why would you think steven took over when these guys are literally running away from a mercenary (laughs) i just Mm. that, that didn't make any sense to me you know ah there you go his kid says hi by the way tell me we said hi hello but who's jake Jake, isn't that a third altar? Oh shit! Oh my god! I wouldn't think. Thank you, thank you, Aaron. Yeah, I, I thought that was interesting as well. Like, who is this third person? Maybe a third personality is coming in. Yeah, and maybe a darker one. Who knows? I mean, I would assume so. If they're just I American people, would there. like to see like in some comics. Give me like, it's just a funny dichotomy with all of it. Like the nine-year-old girl. I forget what her name is. I think throwing that mix in there it, what makes it really fun. Oh, Moon Knight. I love Moon Knight. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you for reminding me. Okay. Um, let's see. Do I want to hit anything else before we continue? I guess let me just continue. Uh, Layla finds Spectre and takes him to meet... Hold on. Um, uh, with Anton Mogart, an acquaintance of Layla's who owns the sarcophagus, which I also thought was like a weird thing. Like this felt very shoehorned to bring this Rest guy in. Rest in peace in. to the actor, by the way. Yeah. 
it's, I, I uh, saw the um, in memoriam at the end, and I was like, damn, that kind of fucking sucks. <clears throat> um, I'm sorry, you were saying, I cut you off, though. You were, you were saying about him? No, I just thought that it was weird that they shoehorned this character in with with uh, the sarcophagus. I guess it kind of makes sense because she's like she has the background of uh, of um, the black market stuff. I don't know. It just felt weird to me that they were going to this guy's place. It seems so, so weird to me. There's all kinds of like eclectic collectors out there, very shady figures. So I, I don't know. That was a, kind of a cool figure to introduce in okay. here. All right, it's a nice little side character. Um, Harrow arrives uh, and destro- destroys the sarcophagus, forcing Spectre, Grant, and Layla to fight off Mogart's men and escape into the desert. Uh, Stephen assembles some of the sarcophagus fragments into a star map, but it's 2,000 years out of date. Damn, man. By the way, this Stephen is almost unbelievably smart because this guy is putting a map together that was shredded into pieces um, in the dark. He had his back, like he had his back to the light, so he's doing this in the dark. How does he? How does he see this? I don't know what to tell you, man. (laughs) I couldn't, spend my, I couldn't suspend my disbelief in this. Can't you admit light? There you go. So I, I know another thing to Aaron's point here with Jake, because uh, I know we've seen in the trailers and stuff where um, Steven or Mark is in the uh, mental institution. So like in the comics, when Mark was a teenager, he started to get the personality Jake, and that's what caused his parents to send him to the mental institution. Um, so that's Maybe that's it. We'll see. We still got a lot to go in like three episodes. As well. I don't know if we'll get to all of it. I don't think they they might not introduce the third altar in this mm-hmm. season. I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't know. Um, I also want to say that I think it was a bad idea to ask if Mark's unwell because it sounded like, ooh, that doesn't, you could have found another line to ask there, you know? But yeah, it is what it is. Um, let's see. Kanchu uses his powers to briefly turn back the night sky to correct the to the correct night, allowing Grant and Layla to find the location of Ahmet's tomb. Which, come on, like this was such a like fucking pull out of the magician's hat. I felt like uh, how convenient that he can fucking remember the night two thousand years ago. You know. Like, I get it, he's a god, and he controls the night sky, or the moon, or whatever, but, like, come on. Seriously? He's a god. Okay, that's all you need to know. Alright, okay, sure. Um, the other gods imprisoned Kanchu in an Ushtabi? No, Ushapti, sorry. For, uh, this leaving Grant Inspector's body unconscious and powerless. And man, I got excited at the end of this. Because, like, the fuck are they going to do without it? I am i don't know. I, I literally have no idea where this show is going. I feel like... You see, I, I also kind of have a problem with... I'm just jumping all over the place. I kind of have a problem with the fact that they keep on jumping in and out of consciousness when Mark... 
like when Mark was fighting in the beginning and we just jump out and they're all down. Like, it was good at first, but now it's getting like, we could have seen the third altar. Uh, give us a little glimpse of it. The teaser was enough, I think, for me. I think it would have been overcomplicated if we actually saw the third for now. Having that tease and then uh, having um, Arthur also tease it when he's in uh, the council saying, we don't know how many are in there. It could be, you know, uh, I think three or four or even more. Like, like that, that, I think that was enough. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. Planting the little the seeds here. Um, Aaron also says, I think Jake shows up as a stinger. I don't know what that means. Like at the end, probably after credits of one of the episodes. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right, all right. I could see that. I maybe next episode. The thing is, like, that would be almost too much for me because I think they're playing him up as almost an antagonist of like within the self. When we really should be focusing also on the protagonist that we already have that we haven't seen in kind of a while. Could you imagine if one of the altars was a follower of Arthur? And he's just making sure that they do not get close to him, you know? Ruben, that's not a bad theory. <laughs> I'll give that to you. That's now, not, I'm not a saying, bad one. I'm not saying Jake is going to be the, that altar, but like I could definitely see somebody working against them, you know? Which would be really, really fucking cool. Oh, man. And again, Aaron says post-credits for, uh, of the finale. Yeah, I could do that. I could deal with that. That would be a really, really good introduction to Jake. Just the post-credits of the finale. Um, yo, man, fuck yeah. I'm getting myself hyped up. Let's hope this week's episode is pretty good. You know, Christian? Let's hope. Fingers mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, All right, guys. That's, I've gone through all my notes. What do you think? What do we think here? Uh, I think it would be interesting because I know what makes Moon Knight unique is that he is this, you know, Egyptian avatar in like the middle of New York City. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes that's what gives it like its weird vibe, like seeing him in Cairo. I don't know what kind of fits. Um, so maybe we'll go back to the odd, like the oddity of seeing Mr. Knight walk around London Street. That was like, oh, this is weird. Whereas this one's like, oh, this is Pretty, pretty normal, natural. I did like the. I know it was cheesy sometimes, but like the cape turning into like the lunar, like crescent oh, no, moon. That, that's always cool. Yeah, that is not yeah. cheesy. Yeah. That, that always looks cool. I, Come I, on. I liked it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that was really cool. I I also like the 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 switch between Mister Knight and the fight. I I thought that was fun. I liked it. Cause like he was screaming like, cause that's like a kind of sign that they're cooperating together. Where he's like, Mark, Mark, okay, you got it, you got it, you got it. Something like that. I, like I said, I liked it. Okay. Anytime to look at the Mister Knight suit, I'm I'm okay. See, I'm mm. getting, I'm leaning towards away from the Mister Knight suit. We don't need it. I, I don't want to see it anymore. Unless he's looking at artifacts, you know. Mm-hmm. If he's fighting, I don't want to see it anymore. Well, he doesn't have any fighting skills, man. But that's what I'm saying. Like, if he's in the middle of a fight, I don't want to see it. I would rather just Mark take over with the Moon Knight. Christian, what are your thoughts on this episode? I don't know. It's been really hard for not for me to even pinpoint thoughts on the show because 
Like, there's something I can't quite... I, I feel like they're not nailing everything. Like, there are a lot of elements that I really enjoy, but a lot of it is really falling short for me, and I, I can't quite pin it. And I, I think it's just the narrative not coming together. Like, everything is kind of subpar in each, each element, even though, again, there's some great stuff interspersed throughout all three episodes we've seen so far, but everything is just coming up a little bit short. Mm-hmm. That I really hope it just comes together by the... And that we're, like, that's halfway through the show. We got the second half coming up. And I'm really hoping, like, they pull me back in. So that, that's where my thoughts are at. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I have one more question before we close out the show. We're halfway through the season. Do we expect a big cameo at the end? I hope not. I hope not. I know. I, keep I don't asking want this. anymore. I know. I keep. I don't this, want anymore. Like, oof, I don't know. This that this shows. Det- oh please, Eric. So that would deter from the show. Yes. Like the fact that I think a strength for me so far is that nothing has really connected to anything else. Like it's its own thing, and I hope it stays that way. Um, like make the Moon Knight character strong on its own. Made like this side of the MCU strong on its yes. own before you bring it in everywhere else. If you're gonna have a cameo, like it either has to be Blade or it's nothing. Yeah. Like, and the thing is, you don't introduce Mahershala Ali in a final episode of the season. No, you like you gotta have a bigger reveal than that. Okay. Like, the obviously, thing me, like in a turn. Oh, like if if the show were based in London because it started there, right? Yeah. And we were getting kind of like some serious investigations by Steven and Mark of them trying to figure, like, you know, break into this cult and, and like, do, like, uh, they're, like, breaking into, like, museums and stuff and, and, like, studying stuff and, like, oh, we've got to go meet up with one person who knows information about this artifact, whatever. And then it's Kit Harrington and maybe Blade is there with him. Like, that would have been really cool for me in, like, an episode, like, three or four kind of thing. But we're just so far gone from that and still trying to establish what is even going on that introducing a new character would just totally take away from any of that for me. So, uh, Aaron is again in the chat and says, absolutely not. And he said, blades voice off screen at best. And I kind of agree with that. Kind of like, like internal. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which I- I'm okay with. I do. I don't know why, but for some reason I'm expecting blade to pop up at the end of the show. Just, I see a correlation between Blade and Moon Knight, I guess, just because of the supernatural stuff. That makes sense. Like, yeah. is it just me? No, no, that's that's exactly what should be. Like, okay. Blade right. and Moon Knight should be teaming up together. Okay, all right, cool. Um, we got to fight Morbius, Ruben. Morbius is causing problems in the city of New York. Again, they gotta stop them. If we Must had just Spider-Man. gotten, if we had just gotten Blade popping up in the middle of Morbius, the MCU. Matt got. Smith's dancing has gone too far. No, Matt Smith's dancing is fine, but like just in the middle of more, in the middle of the Morbius movie, just Blade just comes in and just chops his head off, and the rest of the movie just keeps on going without. How's Morbius. he gonna die? He's not gonna die like that. Who knows? You know how vampires work. Ruben? Yeah. Wouldn't stick through the heart. 
but I, I guess I'm yeah, thinking well, you just chop off his head. Yeah, because I was thinking of of that. Uh, You're thinking supernatural, man. No, I'm thinking of supernatural, but I'm also thinking of uh, that FX show where they tried to make vampires like no. the strain. Yeah, the strain. Yeah, good show, good show. Um, before we close out at the show, do we have anything else we want to bring up? I hope there's more Ethan Hawke yeah. in the next three episodes. Me too. Amen. He's, he's Amen, brother. One of the best parts of the show. Yeah. If you haven't seen Sinister, watch that. It's really one of the scariest horror movies there is, and Ethan Hawke is fantastic in it. Mm. Mm. I'm ready for his new movie. I need the black phone to get here, like, now. Oh, he's in that. That's right. Mm. Okay. With that being said, let's do some plugs. Christian, we're going to move on you. Hey, you can follow me over at ISO Christian over on Twitter to keep up with all the things that I do, like my movie podcast. This week's episode, Movie Club Returns, live recording of Little Miss Sunshine. Uh, also, weekly gaming show every Wednesday at Podcast PXN. Of course, on this channel, all the stuff that I do, like I said, at the, the top of the show, I'm working on a new video essay that should be coming out the end of next week. And then all the stuff I do over freelancing uh, for Tech Raptor currently. Cool. So. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Aaron says, please have me back. I'll update my Discord. And to follow him at Aaron Cini on Twitter. And also, he has a new episode of... of um, Crap, I just had it here. Where the hell is it? Give me 20. Give me 20. Yep. There you go. Go check that out. You can, you can find that on the Awesomely Average feeds. <clears throat> uh, Eric, where can people find you? Hi, you can follow me at Eric C. Ginn on Twitter. Um... NBA playoffs are now. It's a really exciting time. Um, Is it? I was yesterday. I was on uh, Point in Progress for Mara MC University to talk about Ghost Rider. Um, that episode drops Wednesday, and this is the time I can put the anecdote in. So when I was talking about them, when I was talking with them right before the show, they gave me the show doc, and it was like it was nice and I need to organize. And I was like, yeah, when I went on you on the show, the doc was just so crazy. And everyone was like, yeah, sometimes Ruben will be like, I'll just write this five minutes before the show. <laughs> Wait, who said that? I, I said that. It's like, yeah, it's hectic. And that's what works about us. We're just like, all right, let's go. What do we got? Ah, yeah. we just throw it yeah. out there. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, those guys are great uh, over there. Um, love what they do. Uh, Ghost Rider. It was a fun episode. I answer the infamous question is dr doom a bottom so incredible uh, no oh and it's interesting you bring this um, up again eric because maybe arthur harrow is dr doom don't you dare that's all i'm saying uh but no uh check that out episode drops this wednesday uh check them out over there um, okay but yeah awesome cool and of course you can find me on twitter at that guy tuesday um Find the penultimate conquest up on Twitter as well as Pen Conquest. Um, stay tuned for this week. Uh, as you can see, I got some of the new merch. Looks really good in blue. I like it a lot. Um, and we might have some more merch up this week. So go check that out. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Until next time. Are we going to get new merch that has a picture of George Costanza and says the summer of Morbius? do that kind of like that i kind of like that i kind of like that i would buy that i would buy i would buy that in an instant 
my back. All right. It's like you think George Costanza is this beacon of just wonderful and yes, no. because he is. He's okay, not. no, he is. George Costanza is an awful person. He is. He's not an awful person. He is. He is a. Terrible he goes girl. to jail. No, no, he's a terrible person. No, no, no. He's not a terrible person. We're not he's getting into this. Worse than he's worse than before. He stared at an underage girl's this. breast, dude. We're not getting into this. There. Okay. Christian, all I gotta say is it was a different time back then, okay? But that's, that's neither not here nor there, okay? He, he touched, he touched not, some lady. He's like, oh, is that not allowed here? I thought that was allowed With that here. being said, everyone, Excelsior. We. Oui.